When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is Monday, November the 23rd. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend and you are back here ready to rock and roll. Of course, uh, this is the second day of the week for us. If you have not already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. We do podcast exclusives over there every Sunday and Thursday. Uh, Sunday is our recap of the college football weekend. And then, of course, Thursday is our guide to the college football weekend. All of our college football gambling, uh, gambling coverage is over at sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf. Uh, sportsbookreview.com is fantastic. They got great stuff over there, great crew, all that wonderful stuff, so go check it out. You can also find our videos over at SBR Picks on YouTube. That is the uh, that is the the main deal, so go and check it out. We do Monday's opening line show over there. We've already done that today. Uh, we do our Tuesday deep dives and pick show at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time over there on Tuesday evenings. And then on Saturday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern, we give you the closing lines for the day, talk about the best bets, all that good stuff. Zamora6090 said, We in here uh, won a three-team parlay, Jets plus 9.5, Tennessee plus 6, and the Colts minus 1.5. My money line parlay didn't hit, had Tennessee and the Jets, but Jets almost won. Yeah, the Jets looked all right. Jets looked all right. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, you guys know what to do. Go to winningcureseverything.com, by the way. Uh, this live show, we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at about 4.30 p.m. Central Time, somewhere around there. We're a little later today than usual, but that's, you know, it is what it is. That's the wonderful thing about live internet shows. You can go live whenever, you, uh, whenever you're ready. So we didn't have to try and rush it today. We're just here to, to rock and roll and have ourselves a good time. It's like hanging out at a sports bar, even though a lot of states you can't do that right now. So that's, that's why we're here. That's what we're talking about. Um, you know, uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on Twitch, Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, whichever one of those. Uh, Garen Thomas said, it's a sad weekend when my favorite quarterback, Burrow, went down. It was heartbroken. We will, we will get into that. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Let's, let's hold off on it before we, you know, before we deep dive it too much. But uh, let's start off with this. You know, we're, we're almost three minutes in now. I want to go on and start off with some college football talk because we, we don't really get to talk about this. You know, the news, the the hypotheticals, all that kind of stuff over at SBR. 
you know, because we're we're really just focused on the next week over there. We're talking about gambling coverage and whatnot, and that's you know a little different thing. Washington and BYU, they they talked about the idea of Washington hosting BYU this weekend, right? And it is Thanksgiving weekend. BYU has this weekend off. They've got a lot of opening weeks or open weeks left now. They play uh, San Diego State on December the 12th. So they've got this weekend and next weekend open, and then they've got really the 19th open if they want to do that. This weekend, they could have played Washington, right? So yesterday, I freak out immediately upon hearing the news. At, At first, it's, Oh, we might get Washington and BYU. This would be great for BYU. This would be great for what? Like this is this is a fun matchup. I would love to have this. And then I got really pissed off when I read because I had seen all the tweets just like everybody else. BYU is any team, any time, any place. We want to play the best. We will play anybody. It doesn't matter what what's going on. You call us, we're going to play you and we're going to whoop your ass, right? That's the BYU thing. And then I hear Ah, hold on, BYU backed out of this thing. Like, Washington offered to play them, but then BYU backed out. And this is the issue with getting your news from the local guys, right? Because they only have the information from one side of things. And that was on me for immediately jumping to a conclusion because very soon after that, BYU's guys came out and said, whoa, 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 all right, hold on. Like, yeah, Washington called, but there were no guarantees that we would get to play that game because Due to their Pac-12 rules, if another team loses a game because their other opponent has to drop out due to COVID, then Washington is going to have to play another Pac-12 team. So we could be set up and ready to go, and we can tell our kids that, hey, sorry, you don't get to do Thanksgiving with the family even though we have a bye week. Like Now we got to stay in here and just hope that somebody else doesn't fall out. Like then I kind of I kind of understood it. So let's let's start on that. Um, Chris, what what are your thoughts here? Like, are you in the same camp of yo? If I don't have a guarantee, I ain't I ain't signing up for this. No, I I, I think they should sign it. I think they should try to play the game. And if somebody else falls out and they don't get the game, then you know that's tough. It's I think I think you try to play the game. That's what I would do. That's what I want to happen, but that's also what I would do because I think that's your only way to really help your team. That's because where if I was you're looking go for next. a game, if you're looking for a game, guess what? There's not a single one of these conferences that are going to give you a guarantee if they're willing to do this thing. Yes. Because that's, that's all where of I was them going. would rather keep all the all the money in the conference. Well, that's so that is exactly what I was going to say. Terry jumps in, he said, What's up? Mark said, Hi guys, better wear your glasses. Uh, boy, everybody loved them glasses, man. Um, yeah, I've been real bad about not wearing them lately. Uh, my my eye doctor and my my wife are not happy with it, but I can understand it. I can understand it. Um, so Casey jumps in, and this is what I was going to get at. Uh, he said, if you want to try and make the playoffs, you play the game. If you're trying to eat turkey with the fam, then don't. Uh, yeah. That's that's kind of the thing. If you are interested in making the playoff, then you don't play the game, right? Like, or, or if you're interested in making the playoff, then you, you have play to the play game. the game. Um, the other side of this is, you know, obviously a lot of people if, hyping up the idea that we can have a Cincinnati-BYU game on December 5th. Like, maybe those two teams play each other. 
I don't know what that necessarily does. That doesn't so so Pete Thamel laid out a perfect scenario for why that doesn't benefit Cincinnati. And and it, it doesn't, doesn't benefit BYU either. Well, it would benefit BYU because BYU doesn't have a championship game and BYU's not guaranteed a New Year's Six Bowl. So so Cincinnati is guaranteed a New Year's Six Bowl if they go undefeated. They lose that New Year's Six Bowl if they play it. And all the money that New Year's Six Bowl brings in is worth way too much to gamble on playing BYU when they're guaranteed all that money. Yes, that's entirely true, which is why if you're BYU, you want to play Washington. You want to get yep. this thing yep. done. You want uh, to play Washington. McKinnon jumps in. He said, happy Monday, boys. Michael said, uh, what's up, fellas? Happy Monday. It's good to see Michael Fritch in here, man. Yeah. Hadn't seen him in a while. Um, but that's, that's the here's, thing. Here's, like, this is what BYU needs to hear, okay? You want guarantees in all these contracts? I know you're not going to like this. You're just not. You got to join a fucking conference, boys. Yeah. That's, and they, they call had, up the American, call up the American because they just booted out UConn and now they got a weird, uneven number of teams. Call up the American and say, hand me one of them contracts over. Let's see if we can get a better TV deal now that we're in the party because we bring a huge fan base and, uh, and let's go. Because now, yeah. now we're not dicking around anymore. Now they legitimately are probably the third best conference in all of college football. I think they would certainly be close. Um, well, they would no. They would undoubtedly be the fourth best conference. Nobody's arguing that, right? Yeah, I I, I think I would agree with. They that. would unquestionably be a top four conference, and so therefore we can put all this G five bullshit to rest, and um, and because they're not going to kick out one of the blue bloods that that really don't belong, and then we're done, and then we've solved this problem. That's that's the. That's the thing, right? It, if I was them, they, I would be on the phone right now with the American Athletic Conference headquarters, and I would say, let's get some paperwork signed up. We'll sign up. We'll come in. We'll come to you. We'll bring our massive fan base to you. We we need us to find a way to renegotiate this TV deal because y'all negotiated that with UConn. You didn't ne- negotiate it with us. Yeah, and it would completely change with BYU as opposed to That's UConn. right. That's right. That's it. So this whole thing, like BYU, I feel they thought that they were better than the Mountain West Conference, and they are. And, I, I think that I think they are. By the way, I actually do think they are. Yeah, I, I mean they are certainly on par with B, like uh, with uh, with Boise State. Um, y- yes, this year they're on I mean, par with Boise State, but just because Boise State belongs doesn't Boise State doesn't belong either. They just don't have the money and the foundation that that BYU does. That's yes. different. So that that whole thing, I, if if BYU actually wanted to make the college football playoff, then you you have to play this weekend, and and you have to kind of beg Cincinnati to try and get that thing done next week. Now yeah. that's what's that's what sucks so much about this sport is everybody talks a big game, but they all understand. Hey, so long as you got a zero in that loss column, like we're just gonna have to stand pat and just hope to God that that somebody sees us way better yeah. than we actually are. That's right. So, yeah, it it sucks because you want to be able to see these matchups. If BYU and Cincinnati went ahead and played, like if if you told Cincinnati if you play BYU after your championship game and you beat them and you're undefeated, we will guarantee you the four spot in the playoff. They'd play them, but they're not going to get that four spot even if they beat BYU. I don't believe because I believe this committee is made up of people who believe in those who belong and those who don't. Yes, 
Okay. Yes. And why would you give up the guaranteed money of the New Year's Six Bowl to play a big time regular season game? Well, see, that's that's the thing. So I kind of disagree with it a little bit. I think Cincinnati, even with a loss to BYU, remember the G five champ no, that is the highest no, ranked. The, the, no, that's that's what it is because it, BYU, even if they go undefeated, they still have to get one of the at-largest. There is a reserved spot for a G5 team that is a conference champion that is the highest ranked in the polls at the end. And there's you think not another with one team. loss. You think with one loss, the Chanticleers is undefeated, won't jump them? It depends on what happens with Liberty, I guess, right? If they beat Liberty and they win their conference and they're undefeated and Cincinnati goes and plays this extra game, there's a damn good shot that that Coastal jumps Cincy. So the AP... I think think it's a risk. I think it's a high risk for money. We've set this system up to be so complicated and so convoluted and so ridiculous that nobody's willing to actually take a gamble. Sorry. That AP top I don't 25. know what the hell that, that was. was. That was me pulling up the damn AP Top 25 and a video started playing. Uh, anyway, so look, Coastal Carolina is 16th. Cincinnati is ranked number 7. BYU is ranked number 8. If you have a close loss to BYU, I don't know that they would drop all the way down to where Coastal is, but I could see Coastal jumping up if they beat Liberty. And I mean, that's rough because there's nobody on Coastal schedule that is anywhere close to BYU or UCF or Tulsa or Memphis, or Memphis. or whatever, right? Or so, so that's where I think... Or SMU. That, that's, that's where I think we are is I don't think it would be that much of a risk. It is a risk, but that's the issue, right? We're, we're so tired you're de- of the Gary, risks. You're, you're dealing with people sitting in a room that have biases and believe in a, in a, in a course of haves and have-nots. You're yep. not let it, this is the only sport where we don't actually play it out on the field because the top tier dogs are so much better than everybody else. We always say, why do we even need a four team playoff? Because we can't find a fourth team that belongs. We only have two good teams, maybe a third. So you already have people crying, why expand this thing out when expanding it out only helps your program? It only helps everything. It doesn't mean that Alabama won't still be the champion or Clemson or Ohio State won't still be the champion. It doesn't change the end result for the outcome, but we act as if that's the only damn thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, how many times has, you know, smaller schools make it to a sweet 16? It's a big deal. It changes their school forever. You make it to an elite eight. Holy shit. That's a huge deal for a school. For a lot of these schools, they're not all UCLA. They're not all Kentucky. They're not all Duke where it's win or it doesn't matter. It was a failure. Yeah. yeah. But college football, we won't even give them a chance to see, can you make it to a Final Four? Can you make it to an Elite Eight in college football? We won't even give them that chance. That's just irritating. It's because, just irritating. Because we say at the very end, they don't belong. None of those Cinderella's win the title. None of them actually win the title, but we still don't kick them out of it. Speaking of uh, of don't belong, this is a little off topic. Uh, how how nuts is it that Northwestern is ranked number eleven behind yeah, Oregon in Miami, in Miami? Behind in Miami and Oregon? Are you kidding me? It's a hundred percent. That is those guys don't belong here. Yeah, who invited them to the party? It it's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Uh, Michael Fritz, by the way, jumped in. Said, uh, hey, saw the Murder Hornets tea in the store. Looks great. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
He said, uh, the Hornet looks like uh, the Create a Team logo from the old Madden games. His classic. It does kind of look like that. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that one. Uh, we've got, uh, we got Mark jumping in, spreading all of his Notre Dame love. He said, Notre Dame University is rolling, plus just got national championship for academics. That's what I'm talking about. That's uh, that's not too shabby. Notre Dame got a big one. I don't know how you win weekend. that, by the way. I don't. I, I don't know what you got me. I don't know what that is, but good, good on you for that. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> My school's never going to get that. <laughs> um, so North Carolina this weekend, of course, for Notre Dame. Uh, that one's a Friday game, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. So I am excited about the uh, the games this weekend. All sorts of stuff. Uh, Casey said that's crazy. Northwestern is a top five team. I don't know if I would go top five. But but they are certainly a top ten team. They're a hundred percent. They should be ranked ninth. the The downside is is they need Wisconsin to continue to win. They need all the teams that they have beaten to continue to roll. So so they can look a little better. A and M's win against Florida is a big big deal. Florida's win against Georgia is just those are wins. While they have a loss on their schedule. Those are wins that Wisconsin's just not. I mean, uh, Northwestern's just not going to have the opportunity to even get until the national, uh, the the Big Ten title game. Yeah, you were right about that. That's but, that's it. And I don't know that you don't rank them over one loss teams. And if they continue to be undefeated, that's fine. I don't care um, how you do. It's going to work itself out in the wash. I mean, if they go to the Big Ten title game and they beat Ohio State, they can be ranked ninth. They're going. They ask going to jump to to two or three. Yeah, they've they've played five games so far. Um, you know, is what it is. So they they've played five games, and a lot of these teams have already played. You know, eight, and it, it's just it's just different. Uh, yep. BYU has already played what nine? Nine. They so, have played nine. Yeah, but the downside of playing early is that the good side they got a shitload of TV time, and that was beneficial because we watched a lot of their games that we might not have watched. Yep. And now they're done way too early, and yep. this is like you know. And now you're now. just sitting. You're just sitting and waiting. You got like, listen. Well, you know. All right. This committee just got in bed, okay? And you already finished. That's at some point in time you got to help them get finished, okay? Yeah. Uh Casey said Northwestern is a top three defense. I think they could beat anybody. Yeah, that, that offense, you know, while while I loved it early, and I still love what they're doing as far as uh I want to see them against Ohio State. I really yeah. do. I want to see what that defense can do against an explosive offense. And I think they can throw on Ohio State. Now they're not gonna drop 40 on them, but I think they can score 25. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Can you they get, keep Ohio State in the twenties? You keep uh you, you get fields to throw the uh throw the football to the wrong color jersey a little bit. Thank God, man, they're taking it away too. Yep. Yep. Most certainly. Let's uh let's dive into college basketball for just a little bit. We're not going to deep dive this by any stretch of the imagination, but my God, there is so much going on that we we got to talk about it. I mean, college basketball is opening this week. You know, I, I typically dive into college basketball quite a bit uh, initially, and I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do really anything because who knows what any of this is going to look like. I'm going to roll through the headlines over at CBS Sports. Okay. Uh, Duke's opener is off due to the virus at Gardner-Webb. So, Gardner-Webb had a couple of guys test positive, so that game is canceled. So, obviously, you're already missing games between one of the biggest uh, biggest teams in the sport. Rick Barnes, among positive tests in the Tennessee program. You had uh, players and staffers test positive up in Knoxville. That's not good. Rick Barnes, 66 years old, of course. He's one of those at-risk people that, that we've talked about. Uh, more than likely, he will be fine, but still, Tennessee, of course, has to put their entire program on hold for a little bit. 
Ole Miss had to cancel their first four games due to the virus. That includes a game against Memphis. So Memphis, of course, lost out on a game against Ohio State, lost out on a possible game the next week against Creighton, or not next week, the next uh, uh, the next game against Creighton in whatever tournament they're going to in South Dakota. Um, you know, Scott Drew, test positive at Baylor. Baylor is still going to go play at the Mohegan Sun, or at least they were. Now that's kind of up in the air, but Arizona State said that they are not going to play against them because Scott Drew tested positive, so what if one of the players tests positive and da-da-da-da-da. So Arizona State, who was supposed to be their number one game, their first game, you know, that was a number 18 versus number two matchup. Well, that thing's off now. That is what it is. Florida, they had to pause their program for a couple of weeks due to COVID. Their first two games are canceled. Their first game was against number four, Virginia. So that game is done. Like, I think the basketball, it, nobody is talking about the fact that it, nobody talks about the fact that this is an even more at-risk situation with basketball than it was for football, right? With basketball, you are indoors all the time. That is the main thing that they tell you not to do, right? You're in yeah. a tight, confined space with other people, and this is going to be nuts. I mean, just absolutely nuts. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to make of all this. Um, Auburn, by the way, self-imposed a postseason ban this year, which is incredibly fitting, you know, because who knows if we're even going to have a tournament. Uh, and Auburn likely was not going to make it anyway. Their top recruit this past year uh, looks like he's going to go play overseas because he has not been ruled eligible by the NCAA, and he's not going to be ruled eligible because his parents won't turn over their their tax statements and all that kind of stuff, and, and they shouldn't, right? Their financial data, they, they, yeah. they shouldn't have to. Right, but the NCAA is not going to mark him eligible, so it is what it is. That would have been a James Wiseman situation. Um, it, this this NCAA basketball season is going to be insane, absolutely insane. And I I don't know what a oh here we go hold on that yep official Baylor is out of the Empire Classic. <sighs> it, it, it we're going to have stories like this every day going yep. forward, and they're supposed yep. to start playing on Wednesday morning. And, you know, if there are games, I will watch it. I will 100% watch it. Our first game is at 8 a.m. Central Time on Wednesday between San Francisco and, uh, and Towson. And that is in, uh, it's at the Mohegan Sun over in Connecticut. And I'm pumped. I want to watch yeah. it. You know? No, I agree. I completely agree. I'm excited. But I, I don't know how many of these games are actually going to go off. There's like 50-something games on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. First one at 8 a.m. Central. Then you got one at 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m., 11, uh, goes all night, all night long, and it just keeps on going. Actually, it's more than 50. It's We've got like, my God, like 80. And we've already got uh, almost 20 games that are canceled or postponed. <laughs> it's just going to get even more nuts, man. Yep. Uh, I don't know how they get this season in. I You know, football, it's, it's one game a week, you know, and it's Correct. every other week. Uh, I, I mean, what what are your thoughts here? Like, what? Why why would you try and do non conference? Why would you try and travel all over the place in the middle of this? Like with football, it's you're traveling to one place and you're going to play one game one time a week, and and then you'll come back home for two weeks, right? Typically, like on average. Yeah, I don't I don't have an answer, Gary. I don't I don't know I don't know how they're going to pull this off. At some point in time, you have to say, these players aren't at risk. We are going to be fine with them 
playing one another and getting the virus because we don't think there's any way they're no, they're no more susceptible to getting it playing one another as they are practicing against one another on their own team and living the life of a college student. Yeah. And until they're willing to do that, then we're not getting college basketball. I think you're right. Michael Fritz said lack of depth is going to kill the NCAA basketball season. They don't have enough players to sustain it. Um, Casey said Dayton was going to win the Final Four last year. The Knicks got a superstar. Yeah, Obi Toppin, we love him. Uh, Antoine Johnson said everything's going to get shut down. No college basketball. People are getting COVID, and we haven't played one game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DR. The problem hey. is, is we got we to gotta be okay with people getting COVID. Yes. We, they have to. We, we don't. These leagues have to be okay with people getting COVID. If they get sick from it, then we have to start caring a little more and 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 being a little uh, more proactive about things. But right now, nobody really is. College student-wise, athletes, they're just not. I mean, we, we got Lou Holtz and Bobby Bowden's old wrinkled asses getting it, and they're fine. Just walking out to hospital like I mean, nothing yeah. happened. So I, I not that I haven't taken this thing seriously, but you asked me, how do we get a season? At some point in time, they have to acknowledge the fact that we're going to play in spite of these guys having this and not. We're just going to, we're just, they're going to treat it exactly the way the NBA treats marijuana for before marijuana became legalized. Okay. All right. Over the last five years, weed has become very normalized in our country. But over the last 12 years, nobody has tested positive for weed in, in the NBA. Why? Because they didn't just, they just didn't test for it. All right. So if they just treat these guys like everybody else, and we're just not going to check and we're going to go out and play. And if you feel sick, then you get checked. But if you don't feel sick, we're just going to keep going as if nothing's wrong. That's the only way you're getting a season in. Yeah, I think. But they're think not right. going to do that, by the way. I don't I don't even know that I believe that that's the right thing. I, I don't think that's the right thing to do. But I'm just saying that's the only way you get a season. Yeah. Uh, DR said it's simple. You just require the players to maintain social distance, uh, social distancing on the floor. For example, six foot distance, or they get called for a foul. <laughs> so it's basically everybody's just on the floor, and whoever gets the rebound, you get to take it down, and you get to put up a shot. And if somebody gets within six feet of you, well, that's a foul, and you get to go to the free throw. <laughs> Casey said, "I don't think they will, but but they can, or they're going to try." Uh, Michael said, "They're going to have to get really creative with scheduling. Maybe do double headers to get games in, many bubbles for a week or so." That's that's what I think. Like if you're going to, that's why I thought the smartest thing for college basketball to do was going to be conference only. Like you would just Confer- have to yes. do it, you know. And yes, and make it easy. Uh, conference only, and ask these guys to bubble for two weeks. And can we move everybody to Atlanta for two weeks or Nashville for two weeks? Yeah. And 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 just play the games there. We can literally get a whole season in in two weeks. AAU teams and all these kids played AAU. Uh, like yes. it, they did three games a day for like yes. for four or five days. Like yes. they can do this. And they it's did that crazy. last year. This is not like and they've been doing it since they were nine, by the way. Yeah. Like I don't think it's crazy. Uh Michael said if they weren't testing these kids so often they wouldn't even know they had it. They need that's, to cut back on the tests. Uh <laughs> so that's yeah. that's the that's the philosophy I'm talking about is is you only get tested if you show up for symptoms. Yeah. If you don't have any symptoms, we're just going to put you out there. And, yes, that means the virus is going to spread. I don't know how to stop that. I'm I'm not a doctor. I just used to play one when I was little. Okay, I don't know how to fix this. But at some point in time, we have to make our bones with it and move forward with life. Or 
not and don't move forward with life. Uh, Mark jumped in. He said, Chris is going to like this. Mike Bray said, uh, Brian Kelly's going to put his ACC championship by his ACC championship banners. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Um, let's see. Antoine said, uh, uh, how are we going to play when or if the top players get COVID? Yeah. That's uh, McKinnon jumping in. He said, they're out there risking their lives. Yeah, come on, McKinnon. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, Michael said, hell, I saw New Mexico was quarantining in Las Vegas. Yeah, if New Mexico wants to play, then they have to be in a different state. Yes. That's insane. Yes. So in Casey, insane. Casey said, you're just going to have to play without the top players. Well, yeah. You yeah. just treat it like an injury. Yeah. If somebody goes down, it has to be treated like an injury. I don't understand how we people haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it, you're certainly right. You were certainly right. So all these different things, man, I it's going to be nuts. I can't wait to see it because I think it's going to make it, it. Chaos is entertaining to me. Like I might, I, I might I be like I the don't Joker. like it. I, it's not that I don't like chaos. I don't like this kind of chaos. This is not chaos. Chaos is the chaos we enjoy is is the the cluster F that is the Big Twelve. Okay, True. That, that 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 is that is every team beating every team and and nobody knows what's going on. This type of chaos. So much of this shit is politicized. So much of this, I like where you can play and where you can't play, is a hundred percent of what state your school is in. And that sucks. That really sucks. And I'm not saying either side is right or wrong. I just, we can't get on the same page here. And I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thank me for my service on Periscope. Jumped in, said winning hides flaws. So if somebody been paying attention to you, yeah. I see what's going winning, on. Winning does hide flaws. I've been saying it for years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Michael Fritz jumped in and said, poor Dabo had to play without sunshine for a game. But two oh, games my did. God. Poor Dabo. Yeah. Dabo. <laughs> that man's got a tough life. I tell you what, I ain't never seen nobody cry as much as that guy. His life must suck. He he truly is the definition of money really came by happiness. Now you're right about that. Because he's got a metric shit ton of money. That's a that is a legal definition for the amount of money that he has. And that guy just cannot find happiness. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Hey, my uh, McKinnon said if it gets above fifteen percent infection rates in college, they're gonna call the season. Anyone want to take the over-under? It might be higher than necessary. 15%? Man, I don't well, know. They only have like nine guys on a team, right? Well, more than that. They've got like 15, 17 with walk-ons. So you don't have to get very far to get 15%. No, but you, I, I don't think you can call the season based on that, right? Well, surely not. You just quarantine them for. Here's the deal. I mean, do the LSU method early on and let everybody get it really fast. Like, if everybody gets it now, then we can move on with the damn season because they got the antibodies and the season don't last three months. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael said we need a what's in the cup from Gary every day. Uh, this is just straight coffee today, brother. Just straight black coffee. Uh, McKinnon said, Y'all see Dabo say Norvell was dodging them. Uh, yeah, yeah, Norvell came out like that. We're not going to spend a ton of time on that. Like that, I get both sides of it. You know, it's Poke whatever. Dabo. So Poke, I, Dabo. if I was Dabo, I'd be pretty irritated about spending three hundred thousand dollars on travel as well. Bullshit! However, you would not. They spend three hundred thousand dollars on feeding those sons of bitches. Well, that's that's the thing, right? So the other side of this is, uh, <laughs> Florida State has called the next two Clemson games due to COVID. Yeah, and look, I do think that Florida State really wanted nothing to do with that ball game. You know, I really do because they That's got a bunch irrelevant. of guys out. It's, ir- it's irrelevant. Don't cry to me about the $300,000 you spent when we don't give a nickel to these kids. 
Okay. Y'all just pack money in your pockets. You just fill coffers with cash as these schools and we don't pay the kids a dime. And if the kid gets caught getting an extra napkin when he's getting his lunch, we, we slap him on the wrist. And if he gets caught putting a 20 in his pocket, we, we kick him out of the school. Don't give me that shit that you care about the 300 K. Debo kiss my ass. He is the fakest piece of shit in all of college sports. And that's see, a that's a big group of a bunch of fake ass salesmen. See, y'all okay? done, y'all done got Chris fired up today. Y'all done did this to Dabo, yourselves. Poor Dabo. Life life's so hard. My team is so good all the time. It still ain't fair. I don't, I don't know what fair is. You want you wanna you wanna talk about NFL for a little bit? Yeah, we can. Let's let's move on to the NFL recap. Uh God, Michael, how about poor old Dabo saying FSU has to pay for their travel next game? Get the hell out of here. Uh, look. ACC will probably just pay for it. The ACC's got pockets. It doesn't matter to them. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Is what it is. All right, uh, let's go on and dive into NFL Week 11, our reaction and recap of the week that was going through the Sunday games. Obviously, there is a game tonight, the Bucks and the Rams. Are we both riding the Bucks tonight? Um. Oh, yeah, I am, definitely. Yeah, I, I think I I'm agree. Great, I'll tell you, I don't feel great about it, okay? I'll do it with my money. I wouldn't do it with yours, okay? As, I, as my guy, I it's do, my guy on that sidelines. The line is no my guy. Line is uh, is Tampa Bay minus four and a half most places. Yeah. Uh, that I, I would I would take that. I would take that. Michael excited about the Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. Should um, be rightfully so. Should be great game by the Broncos. Yes. No. They they looked good. They looked really good. So, but we we'll dive into that one. No worries. Let's go on and talk. Did, did we really talk about the Thursday night game last Friday? I don't guess we did. Like Russell and uh, no, we did. We did. Russ and, uh, and, and Kyler Murray and all that bunch. Way, like, way yeah. too long ago. I have no idea. Let's talk about the games that happened yesterday on Sunday. Let's start off with the Brownies. Move to 7-3. and three. They are 5-1 and one at home this year. The Eagles, of course, move to 3-6-1. and one. Uh, Carson Wentz, 21 out of 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, it, he he's not great. He had two picks again. Uh, Miles Sanders, you know, did all right. 16 carries, 66 yards, but this was 100%. Nick Chubb's game, uh, Baker, you know, looked all right, I guess, you know, 12 out of 22, 204 yards. He's, he did what he was supposed he, to do. He's Him and Carson Wentz are the same guy. They kind of are. They both bust. Yeah, that, that's kind of, I agree. I agree. No, um, listen, the, the Browns can right now still not do what the Eagles did. We don't have to give him a second contract, okay? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And I think you might be smarter to, uh, and now the issue is, you're not going to be in a position to get a quarterback early in the draft again unless you trade up. No, but you don't have to. Patrick Mahomes didn't go early. No, he he went, what, 12? Yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't go early. You don't have to. These other guys are going to take somebody stupid sometimes. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how you feel about your Brownies' uh, uh, playoff aspirations? Uh, I, I don't think they can beat anybody in the playoffs, but, I mean, can they get there? It'd be awesome. It'd be I great can, for the school. It'd be great for, uh, for the team. It'd be great for the city. They so. can certainly get there. Here's what they got left on the schedule. At the Jags this week, uh, yep. that, that should put them at 8-3. and three. Then you play That's at right. the Titans. 
uh, the Ravens, at the Giants, at the Jets, and then the Steelers. So yeah, you it's, go three it's and not, three. It's not super easy, but the, the you know with with seven teams getting in, we we should be okay. Yeah. Now I don't know what that means for your first round game, or who you're going to be playing. Oh, no, you're not. Like I said, I don't, I don't think I don't see them winning. I don't see them winning a playoff game. I don't see them beating anybody, no matter where they fall. They're going to be on the lower side of it, playing a road game, and uh, and yeah, you know. Uh, uh, just making the playoffs for the Cleveland Browns. It's a big deal. Even if it's the, the new fangled seven seed. Okay. It's still a big deal. Yeah, no, it's, it's this this team and franchise has been a laugher for a long time. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, McKinnon, by the way, let's see, let's see. Uh, Eagles screwed Baker fumbled. Uh, I had the balls to bet the three leg parlay money line on Eagles, Washington and Cowboys. And I should have won. I should have, would have, could have. You McKinnon. put money on Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's You're an idiot. You. Yeah. Uh, McKinnon, I will say the games Tom has done poorly in this year uh, has been against teams like L.A. that can just rush three or four and still get consistent pressure. I think the Bucks win, but it's going to be a good game. Yeah, Aaron uh, Donald's no, going to be a problem. The, the play for tonight is going to be the under, hear me, because if you think Jared Goff is going to go out there and outduel somebody against that defense, you're wrong. Uh, Michael said, I hope the Bucks win. Tired of all these bandwagon Rams fans in California. Uh, and then Mark said, how are you guys doing on guesses for the games? Uh, not great. We're a little less than fifty percent, so we're we're not we're not good. Uh, Antoine Johnson said, "I'm with you, Chris." Yeah, I, I, I think don't know you're right. what, but I'm glad. No, I'm no, no talk about the talk about the Bucks game. Talk about the Bucks. Oh, okay, game. yeah, sweet. Yeah, um, Falcons and Saints. Uh, it is fair to say that maybe, just maybe, Sean Payton knew a little bit more about the quarterback that he had in his back pocket than the rest of us did. Well, no, we he a hundred percent did. He absolutely did. And and I told you, I believe I had this way before anybody else had this. Way before Adam Schefter, way before Ian Rapport, way before any of these specialists. I said, hold up now. Don't just give this job to Jameis. I think they're gonna give it to uh Taysom. Yeah. And they did. And it worked. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. Sean Payton, Sean Payton is not getting the credit that he deserves. Why everybody in the world now I like Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. I think he's an exceptional coach. I would love to have him coaching one of my teams. Okay. That's that being said, every guy that was in distance to catch the whiff of the pheromones of Sean McVay got a head coaching job over the last five years. Okay. And nobody has ever called Sean Payton for any of his offensive coaches until LSU went and got a part-time assistant coach in Joe Brady. Yeah. Yeah. That this is this is the brain that nobody has gone to pick. And I don't know why. But Sean Payton is exceptionally good at drawing up game plans. Yes. Yes, he is. Now I will say this. Uh, you know, Julio Jones goes out with an injury. And it was the Falcons secondary. So we we don't want to pump the brakes, but you know, it might be necessary. Well, in this last spot. year when he when 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 Drew Brees went down also, he we brought in Teddy Two Gloves with no real notice of what he was going to be able to do, and he won three out of four. So nah, I, he, I just, he won he won five straight. Oh he, oh shit. Yeah, he yeah. for some reason I thought he only played four games. Um okay, yeah. Well then he didn't lose any of them. So yeah, he could do he could he give him the pieces and he will figure out how to put them in put the puzzle together to beat you. That's what he does. He's really good at it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh Saints have got the Broncos next on the road. 
Then they play at the Falcons, at the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and at the Panthers. So Yeah, they have a pretty good run because yeah. none of those teams are good. Oh, none of those teams are great. Yeah. A few of them are good. A few of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, uh, you're right about that. Uh, let's move on. Washington gets the win over the Bengals, and, you know, we don't like to talk about this, and, and Chris does not like to toot his own horn, but I will toot it for him. Um, Joe Burrow. Of course, out with a massive, massive knee injury, and he's going to be out for a long while. And you called this. Like, every week you said this, that if they keep putting him behind that putrid Come offensive on. line. It was not if, it was when. Yeah. And and show enough, uh, here we go. This was this game bo- 10. This bothered me. This bothered me. This upsets me. But I knew it was going to happen at some point. I didn't. I, my only hope was it was a sprain or something just bad enough to put him out for a couple of weeks or the rest of the season, yeah. but not like major injury to where guys sometimes just are never the same afterwards. So, I mean, he, it, he blew out the ACL and the MCL. I mean, the knee popped out. There's, there's and, a and lot there was, of, yeah, there's more structural damage. Uh, I was just about to say, there's that. a shitload of cartilage damage done as well. I guarantee you that tendon that's holding the shin bone to the knee bone has got some some damage to it as well because the knee can't pop like that. I'm I'm not a, not a doctor. I did have all four of my ligaments ripped out of my knee at one point in time when I was in the 10th grade. I... I know a little bit about how it goes back together. Now, the medical procedures that they have today are way different than what I had. I had like 40-something staples, and they'll, they'll put two holes in him, and that'll be it. Um, but, yeah, I, it's sad, and it bothers me because I think this kid is special. I do. It was really starting to get a little under my skin that nobody was giving him love for worship of the year because uh, 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 Josh – her, uh, Herbert was playing Herbert. so well, but he's got. If you swap those teams, it ain't even close. It ain't like, Herbert's great, and I love her. This I don't want to shit on one to praise the other, but Jesus Christ, can we look at who's what? What the talent is on either one of those teams? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I and agree. look at who they have to play. Also, by the way, it's it's frustrating. Like it, they, they just they, they didn't give him any love because he didn't win a lot. But my God, he was but still two seven and one. one game. Her, Herbert's won one game. Yeah, that's that. That was my thought. Like, one. I, he won one and tied one with a way shittier team. So, yeah, it was. It's it's frustrating. It's. I mean, I, I hate it. I don't like it. Well, that tie that tie uh, is going to kill him in getting draft picks because there's a shitload of one loss. Uh, maybe they're not. Maybe there's a bunch of two loss teams and they're not going to get another win. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Our two win teams, I keep saying loss. So, there, there wasn't a lot to discuss here. Alex Smith, you know, looked all right. Uh, Antonio Gibson has been just an absolute pleasant surprise for Washington. 16 carries, 94 yards, had one touchdown. Uh, he is he's a lot of fun. He, he's, you know, Memphis now has three running backs that have come out in the last, you know, couple of years that all look pretty good, you know. It, yeah. So, we'll, we'll get to... We'll get to the rest so right of now, here. right now the Bengals are are firmly planted in that number three spot. Um, with and they're not winning another game without Burrow. I mean that that team is a dog shit football team. Yeah. Um, if the Jets can win two, or if Jacksonville wins one more, I think if they can get in that second spot, they can sell that pick to somebody who needs a quarterback for a king's ransom. Yeah, that I I will tell you. Uh, 
I'm still And they need they need a king's ransom. They need all the linemen. Is there a, they need a, five new linemen? Is there a chance that uh, that that coaching staff gets let go Yo, just yeah, because yeah, of the malpractice? No, they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna they're going to change over Zach. Zach had Zach is one of those guys that that ball washed Sean McVay, and then all of a sudden now because he fondled the 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 loins of McVay, he got a job. He he was not qualified for a head coaching job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, moving on. Detroit went over to Charlotte and got the brains beat in 20 to nothing. P.J. Walker, that's a fun story. That was an XFL quarterback. He's a former Temple guy, so, of course, he uh, played for Matt he Rule. Is a, he is a Matt Rule guy. I yes. don't care where he's been. Dude could have been bagging groceries. When you impress a coach like Matt Rule, he never forgets it. Oh, and yeah. You know what? That tells me a lot about Walker. That tells me a lot about the man that that guy is. I, the other surprising thing about this was uh, – the Carolina defense, man, they showed up in this game. Like Detroit has been able to kind of, they've been able to kind of put you know yardage up, points up, stats up on on other teams. Matt Stafford was eighteen out of thirty three for one hundred and seventy eight yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Adrian Peterson seven carries for eighteen yards. Carry on Johnson six carries for seventeen yards on the day. Detroit had seventeen carries for forty yards, averaged two point four yards per carry. Uh, I mean, they they had less than 200 yards of total offense, and I mean, this was just—I I don't even know how to how to describe so, it. Like so, it was surprising. So gonna, and maybe and maybe I'm going to give them too much credit here. Okay, Bill Belichick always talks about rookies, and he always used to say, and I don't—I haven't heard him say it in a long time, but I, I, he used to always talk about how by the by midway through the season, you're eight games into this thing, you, you're no longer rookies. Okay. Yeah. You're no longer rookies. You 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 got just if you've been a starter for eight games, you've got just as many minutes on the field as some of these veterans that have been in the league for two, three years. All right. So not not a long time, but you you can you you know what you're doing or you don't know what you're doing. And and that season is what it is. This goes to Matt Rule's coaching ability and and what he did on that defensive side of the ball. And, and that's, that's just it. I don't know any other way to quantify it. He, he brought in nine of 11 rookies on the defensive side of the ball. And, and they are just tough Matt rule kind of fighting guys. And now we're halfway through this season and they were a terrible defense. And they were in the thirties of, of 32 teams of defenses when the season started. And they're showing up now. That just ain't so anymore because one thing this Lions team could do is score. Yes. And they couldn't score against them. Now, I don't think that when the Saints come marching in, they're going to just shut them down. But that Panthers team is no walkover for anybody. Before, they were winning games in the first half of the year by outscoring teams. And now, if they can continue to put up an offense, they they can bring the scoring down. Uh, Detroit gets the Texans on Thanksgiving, um, so that, that I'm could actually be really interested in that game right there. There's a world, there's a world in which uh, in, in which my boy Patricia doesn't have a very pleasant Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I, I would I would say that if they lose now, that game, I guess game, pleasant being he he could get a big check for not having to work again. That's entirely possible. Uh, jump into some of these comments. Michael said, uh, "Since he will f it up, Chris somehow, some way." Yeah, no. they, they typically do. No, they're, um, they're going to hire the right guy, and they're not going to do that. I believe that. Chai, uh, 
Yeah, Chai City said, Chris, while since he gets all the linemen, can they save some for my Chicago Bears? No, no, they need them all. They get all the linemen, all of them. Casey said Detroit is a lock on Thursday. Uh, oh, I kind of I do like Detroit a lot. Thank me for my uh, for my service. Said get Stafford out of Detroit. Uh, mm, yeah, that's a little I, harsh. Well, oh, no, is no, it to I, like because you like Stafford, yeah, you want to see him somewhere else. I think he likes Stafford. Yeah, and hey, that's, I would take I, him in New England tomorrow. Uh, I'd, I'd take him that. in Cleveland tomorrow too. By the way, I, I think I think Stafford would do well in a lot of places. Well, really shit, do. yeah. Casey K. Jeremy Tim was my favorite player in the draft. Wish the Chiefs had drafted him, but I'm happy with Willie Gay. Willie Gay's uh, looked pretty good this year. No, Willie um, Gay's been fine. Willie Gay's been real good. Michael Fritz said, "I'd love to see Stafford get out of Detroit." Uh, Casey said, "One more good draft, and the Panthers are going to be a contender." Uh, and then Shy City, if Notre Dame wins out but loses to Clemson in the ACC championship game, do they still make the playoffs? Uh, that's a little off topic, but um, no, I don't think so. Um, I think there's a world in which they can. I think there's a world in which they do. Yeah, they they certainly could. Yeah, I mean. I, th- I actually you know, think they're going to they get in. Yeah. They're going to get in over a two-loss uh, Florida team, and they'd get in over a two. They would not get in over a one-loss Bama team. If Bama loses to Florida, then they don't get in. If th- Bama they would beats get in Florida, over, I think they get in. They would get in over a one-loss A&M, I think. Yep, they get in over yep. A&M. They get in over Florida. Yep, but I, I do think the only team that could – the only one-loss team that would jump ahead of them would be Alabama. Alabama, that's it. Yep. That's the that's list. It. Uh, Michael, if, Bama lose, if the SEC was smart, they'd have Bama lose to Florida. Michael said, bring Stafford to Denver. They can have Locke. Oh, my gosh. I would actually really like that a lot. I mean, I, I, see, I see Drew Locke as, as Baker, and I see Baker as Wentz. All these guys were sweet stories. They've all shown flashes of, holy shit, this guy could be the franchise. And guess what? Enough tape has come in, and then they're not. They just ain't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Steelers beat the Jags 27-3. Not a lot to discuss there. Uh, Titans 30-24 to over the Ravens. Now, this was fun that we tried to make something out of uh, John Harbaugh not wanting to shake hands with Mike Vrabel afterwards. Uh, apparently, we were incorrect about that. Uh, Vrabel and Harbaugh both said, yeah, there was a little handshake there. Uh, everything's all good. They were trying not to make it too uh, too much of one because, obviously, you're, you're still trying to, you know, practice – social distancing, whatever. But, uh, you know, obviously, I don't think that those guys necessarily like each other, but they don't have to. They could still be cordial, and it'd be fine. I don't think there's any real super rivalry there. Uh, the Ravens now 6-5 and five in their last 11 games, and, you know, the shine is definitely off of Lamar Jackson here. You know, they, they and it's not just his fault. It is also on the defense. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 17 out of 29, 186 yards with one touchdown, one pick, uh, he had 13 rushes for 51 yards. J.K. Dobbins uh, finally really kind of got going, 15 carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. But, man, you know, this team, like that defense just got run over by Derrick Henry, uh, especially late in the game. Ryan Tannehill and Henry, you know, the two biggest investments for the Titans showed out in the second half, and they got a very, very much needed win. The Titans are now 7-3. and three. Baltimore at 6-4. and four, that's, you know, the, the playoffs are becoming an issue for no, the Ravens. Not. No, they're not. No, they're not. And let me tell you why. Because I'm doing something you're not. I'm looking at their schedule. No, I'm they looking the, at the schedule. At the Steelers They got this the Steelers week. coming up. Then they got the Cowboys. They got the Browns. They got Jacksonville. They got the Giants. They got Cincinnati. They're going to win four of those games. If four of those games have put them at 10 and 6, yeah, Okay. The, yeah. 10 wins is getting you in the playoffs with seven teams. It ain't, it ain't a risk at all. They might win five of them. 
there's a world in which they could win all of them, but I think they're going to struggle with the Steelers this week with uh, with uh, I think the running back are, are got the COVID. I don't yeah, know there, who. there were there were some issues um, with you know there, there were issues with them and they had to shut down the facility today and I think tomorrow, and so we'll see we'll see. Uh, let's see. Casey said they'll lose to the Steelers and the Browns, uh, but even then, I don't know they'll lose to the Browns. Uh, I don't know that either. Uh, they do play Baker, at if this defense. If this, I don't care. God, I don't care. I, I'm tired of listening to this shit. Um, they uh, they beat the hell out of the Browns first time they played them, and I think they'll beat the hell out of the Browns the second time they play them because Baker's not good, and that defense will eat him alive. Yeah, Tannehill is a good quarterback. the The Browns just don't have that. KCK said Baker is better than Wentz. Um, okay, I agree uh, with that. I don't. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, Mark said the Raiders are close. Uh, let's see. Casey Lamar just isn't accurate. They need to scheme better and get him a true number one that can win jump balls. I'm going to tell you this. So this is, I know that I'm the Lamar defender here. Okay. He's got one receiver he can throw to, and it's a big ass tight end. That guy is a great tight end. Yeah. Mark Andrews he's still, great. yes, Andrews. And that's it. Hollywood Brown is a massive disappointment. And that dude's also becoming a diva. Like, dude is not open at all and cannot catch a ball unless it is a perfectly thrown ball. Yeah. Go, go call, go call some of these other great receivers and, and, and swap. If he could swap places with Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson would kill to have a quarterback like, like Lamar. Okay. This, L- this lets you Landry, know, like, their, Landry would kill to have a quarterback like Lamar. Their weapons, okay? by the way, uh, it, you know, we, we talked about how many weapons and how they built around this, uh, around Lamar and all that kind of stuff. You know, Mark Andrews got the most targets with seven, along with Willie Sneed. Uh, but Des Bryant got the third most targets in this game. That's a problem. Yes. That's a problem. They do not have a wide receiving core at all. So you can say that the passing is is his fault. It, it is. He has to wear all of it. He's the leader. He's the quarterback. But he ain't got nobody to throw to him. I'm telling you, Hollywood Brown was supposed to be the guy to break this thing open. And I thought he was going to be, by the way. Okay? I, I thought this guy was going to take that big step forward. That guy cannot catch a contested ball, and he cannot catch a ball that's not perfect. Yeah. And you know what? You just don't get that in the NFL. You just don't. It's too hard. DBs are too good. Yes, you are fast. They are just as fast as your little ass. Oh, yes. Oh, most certainly. Hey, by the way. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody said everybody. if he had a D-hop, he would be unstoppable. Not even close. Yes. I agree. Uh, we, yes. We received 100 uh, chats today, so uh, props to the uh, applause Thank you, folks. for you we guys. Appreciate we appreciate that. it. Thank you. Uh, KCK, Andrews is damn good, but that is all they have. Uh, Michael said Hollywood Brown isn't as good as he thinks. And nope. uh, Casey, if Lamar had D Hop, yeah, yeah, what you were just saying, and they felt yeah. the need to sign Dez, that's an issue in itself from Michael. That's a problem. That's yes. a, the fact that you bring Dez in is a problem. Dez hadn't played that's in a, how many that years? That's red flag. That's a major issue. That's a major issue. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about your Patriots. And I know you don't want to, but uh, twenty-seven twenty loss to the Texans. Cam Newton twenty-six out of forty, three hundred sixty-five yards. That's uh, hey, shiny numbers, right? Shiny numbers, but. Could not get it done. Defense could not slow down Deshaun Watson, 28 out of 37, 344 yards and two touchdowns. Um, They didn't have to run the football. Uh, Houston had 55 yards total rushing uh, on only 19 carries and still scored 27 points and won the ballgame. I don't know what to make of this. Um, Houston had, you know, way less plays. Uh, Maybe not way less, but they had less plays and won the game and... I mean, 
What, 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 what do we even make of this? I mean, is this just, you know. I mean, we're just, they're bad, Gary. They're bad. I mean, you talked about all the yards, but they still only put up 20 points. In today's NFL, 20 points would have got your ass whooped by everybody last week. Yeah. And there's there's just no way to they they gotta they gotta redo that offense. They gotta redo something. Every know? winning team Sunday and through the week scored more than twenty except for the Broncos, who scored exactly twenty, and the Panthers who scored exactly twenty, and the football team who scored exactly twenty. Yeah. Twenty points wouldn't have won a single game. That's crazy. Yeah. So giving crazy. up twenty seven, yeah, that's a that's an issue, but damn. You got to score. Now you're right about that. And they hey, they cannot score. Let's uh let's move on to the Broncos. You brought them up 20 to 13 win over the Dolphins. Uh Drew Locke, 18 out of 30, 270 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Melvin Gordon was the uh, the workhorse along with Philip Lindsay. Monster. Monster um, game by Melvin Gordon. Have and, we and seen Lindsay. anybody run the football on Miami like that all year? Uh, no, they were able to, look, 33 carries for 189 yards. They averaged 5.7 per carry. Uh, Lindsey didn't have any touchdowns. Gordon did. No, but Lin- Lindsey had a bunch of yards too, though. They yeah. they pounded this ball down Miami's throat. Yes, and, and they did. I didn't think anybody could run it on them because nobody has. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. Uh, Tua, 11 out of 20, 83 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, he was sacked six times. For uh, for a loss of thirty three yards, and uh, and they brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? So it, the initial thought was, well, he went out because of an injury, and he, he did kind of tweak his angle a little bit if you go back and watch the video, but uh, but they they said afterwards, you know, look, we we just this was not an injury related benching, um, we just thought we needed a spark, so we brought in yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he came in and let him down the field, got him a field goal, That's and right. then let him down the field and had a shot for a game tying. Touchdown and fits uh, through an interception in the end zone. Yeah, um, but, and that happens. So yeah, you're going for it. You're behind. You're desperate. You need something, um, and they need to make a change. Um, we think Broncos defense is good. This is probably the best defense he's played all year so far, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We and give it, we give the Rams great. a lot of credit for being a great defense. They got a bit great defense up front, but I don't, I don't think they got a great defense. I just can't believe this, Miami. Do you think now this is the only place, and I said this before the season started, the only place that I care about home field advantage is in Denver. Do you yeah. think there's just a world in which these guys got into that altitude because they left way below sea level? You know, it's still 85 degrees and nice and humid in Miami. And now they go up to mile high and it's it's a it's a nip in the air, it's real cold, and it's super thin air. And it's really dry, and I just think these guys were just sucking for air. I that's what it looked like, especially you know, you late play third that game quarter. in the dome in Indiana. I, I just think it's a different game. But I think maybe I'm too. making an excuse for Miami, which I probably shouldn't be doing, and I'm not giving Denver enough credit. This Denver run game, they put it down their throat. That is something I did not think would happen. I, didn't I just either. didn't think it would happen. I didn't either. Uh, Michael, by the way, said Lindsey is getting zero respect. He's going to make yes. another fan base very happy next season. I yeah. I think so, too, because I don't think they've got the money to pay him, and I don't believe in paying running backs, and they already paid one, so I don't think you damn sure should pay two. But yeah. uh, but he's right. Uh, the Tua situation, so that that is the the big conversation in NFL Twitter today is, no, I'm okay, sure. is, this the, is this the correct – move to make like so I don't think there's any problem with bringing in another quarterback to get a spark however uh you had not had Tua in that situation 
all year to this point. He's 3-0 and as a starter. You have not been able to see him under pressure try and lead a team back. Uh, would it have been smarter for them to just accept the loss and, and let him try and play his way out of it? Or, no. or do you... No. You can't do that because the whole criticism for bringing Tua in this year to begin with was they are in playoff contention. They cannot accept any losses. This team is right for the playoffs. Okay. So, so the idea of accepting a loss is not okay. You got to fight for every win. You know, that's Brian Flores's model. Yep. He comes from Bill. We don't tank. We fight for every game. We don't care the situation. Um, and he thought his best chance to win was Fitzpatrick. Tua's biggest issue going into the season, what I thought, he got away with it at Alabama because he had nothing but freak athletes all around him. But it's going to be holding the football too damn long and waiting for that perfect pass. He's got the arm to make every throw, and he knows it. The problem is is he won't throw the ball until it's perfect. And it ain't, it just ain't going to get there. That's how you get six sacks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a bit of an issue. And, and I think an Brian issue. knew that. Well, he's not leading us back because he would have to change something in his brain that he's not willing to change. He damn sure ain't going to change it now. We can start working on it next week now that we have seen this flaw rid its ugly hair. But we cannot give this game up. Yeah. And and that's just the Flores model of don't ever quit. I mean, he was a part of that 28-3 team that, that, that was down in the Super Bowl and came back, you yeah. know. He he was on that roster. He was on that team. He knows what that's like. So he doesn't know how to quit. Casey K jumps in. I knew Tua was a bust before he became injury prone. He's a product of NFL receivers and an uh, NFL O line. I don't know that he's a bust, but I do think that world is there where he he's just never going to be able to be what he was in college because in the NFL you just don't get super teams and Patrick Mahomes yeah. is in a world of just different situation. And even that team's not a super team, but they are pretty damn loaded. But that that's the first time we've ever seen something like that happen in the NFL. Casey said he's a decent game manager but not worth the top 5 pick by far. Casey's just trying to to get on my on my last nerve today. That's what's happening. That's a, you know I'm a Tua fan. Uh now I will also Try my best to not look at him through a biased lens, and obviously there are flaws in his game. But uh, but you know, still early. It was only his fourth game this year. We shall see. We shall see. The Jets uh, actually put up a fight in a thirty-four to twenty-eight loss to the Chargers. Justin Herbert gets his what second win? Second win. Second. Um, that's his second win. They are three and seven. The Chargers are. Uh, Joe Flacco put up two hundred five yards, had two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, you know, rushing the ball, 24 carries, 96 yards. Uh, L.A., look, they they ran 26 times for 29 yards on the Jets. Um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I don't think the Jets are going to go uh, winless this year. I think they are going to get somebody. The, the problem uh, is, is who the hell they going to get? I mean, I guess they might get the Patriots. I mean, maybe uh, they got the Dolphins this week. You never know. And they got the Dolphins at home. So, you know. They got the Dolphins. They got Vegas. They got Seattle. They got the Rams. They got Cleveland. They got the Browns. I mean, the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. I don't know who I mean, they could win that last game of the year, the Patriots. They, if Bill ain't got nothing to play for, he, he might just give them the L just to jack up the draft pick. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe if they don't get it this week, it may be kind of tough. Because they, yeah. they might just want to go winless in that last game. 
Oh but yeah, but I, who who's to say? Who's because the Browns are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. The Rams are fighting for a playoff spot. Seattle will be fighting for a playoff spot. Our seeding, and Vegas is going to be fighting for a playoff spot. You, uh, everybody in this except the Pats are in the playoff hunt. Yeah, so you got to beat a team. That not you don't just have to beat a team. You have to beat a team that has something hard to fight for. Michael jumps in. I wouldn't say he's a bust, but I can't see Tua carrying a franchise. Y'all, every one of y'all, I'm putting you on my list. Just just letting you know. You keep coming in here with that bullshit. They're not and, wrong. And, no, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying I don't like them. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Casey said uh, that Pat's defense should let them win so they don't get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I mean, maybe, but even still at that point, you probably like, they would still probably be the worst team at that point. They'd probably still have that number one draft pick. Uh, Michael said, yeah, when do they, they only have one win? Yes. Because everybody else has a win and a tie are better. Uh, when do they fire Gase? They don't until the end of the season. Cause Gase is their number one asset. Yep. Yep. Keep bringing them losses. Gase them is losses. the most valuable person in that organization right now. The, so we're gonna we're about to go through the three best games of the day. I think, I think uh, two is the next Alex Smith. Damien, get out of here, man! <laughs> Trying to, I, I swear, I don't even know why I come on and do this show anymore. I swear. Uh, overtime game: the Packers and the Colts, thirty-four, thirty-one. The Colts get the win, and my God, Aaron Rodgers looked like somebody had had just slapped his mama at the end of that ball game. Um, yeah, Michael did send pista- uh, pistachios. I got to eat p- uh, pistachios. They were fantastic. I ate all of them. <laughs> I ate all of them. Um, look, Aaron Rodgers, I have never seen him more dejected than I did at the end of that game. The look that he gave when he was walking off that field, and, and Chris, you and I were watching this together. That was a beaten man. That was, I had the ball and put it where you could make a play, and that's what you're going to do with the football. That was incredible dejection. That moves the Packers to seven and three. I I don't think they're you know they're not out of it for for the number one seed, but that hurts right because you had this game, you got the ball in overtime with a chance to drive it down the field and go on and get that win. Two times because they 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 should have scored on the last one, but. Either way, the Colts, now they move to 7-3. and three. They've got the Titans this weekend. Probably going to beat the Titans because they always do that. So now the Colts, you know, going to move to the top of the division in that situation. These are two completely different conferences and all that kind of mess. But uh, this loss hurts the Packers, I think. You, you feel the yeah. same? No, it knocked them out of the one seed. I think it knocked them out of the two seed. I think, I think that they fell a, a little bit of a wrong. Nobody in the NFC is great. The NFC has nine teams that are all fun to watch and are all pretty good. And any of those teams can win the NFC. Okay? The yep. AFC is so top-heavy, it's not even funny. I don't even know how they're standing up right. The Packers have the Bears, the Eagles, at the Lions, the Panthers, the Titans, and at the Bears. They could lose four of those games, or they could win all of them. Yeah. They're, they're all winnable. Um, You know, that's... I don't know, but that 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 look from Aaron Rodgers was it just everything. Now Rodgers didn't play great in this game until the very end, until he was driving um, in the fourth quarter and then driving in the in the in the uh, in the overtime. He he did not have a an outstanding game. 
No, no, you're right. Uh, Mark jumps in. He said, Tua for president. Mark's on my good side, man. That's that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Hidden Hawaiian said, I still have hope for Tua. Stop shooting down my island, bruh. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking right, about. Let's move on. We, we've gone um, forever. It's almost 6 o'clock. Let's get the hell out of here. I know you're right about that. Um, let's see. Anything else over here? Da, 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 the Packers going to the Super Bowl? Nah. No. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Cowboys 31, Vikings 28. This was disappointing. The Vikings uh, had a chance to move to 5-5 five and five and get back into the playoff race, and they allowed the Cowboys to come into their house and beat them by scoring 15 points in the fourth quarter to, uh, to get that W. Dalvin Cook, 27 carries, 115 yards. You know, Minnesota looked okay on offense late. I mean, they scored 21 points in the second half. But, I mean, what what happened here? I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened here. Minnesota is such a disappointing team. Yes. I mean, my they God. Made, this this made me sick. Yeah, this was, uh, this was frustrating. And speaking of uh, making somebody sick, I know Raiders fans have to be feeling that this morning because they thought – that the Jason Witten touchdown was going to be what put them over the top. They were going to have a sweep of the Super Bowl champs. And instead, Patrick Mahomes said, nah, bro, I don't think so. Uh, you give me that ball with that much time left, and I'm, I'm going to put an end to this thing. And show enough, show enough, the Chiefs get the W, 35-31. I want to praise Mahomes so badly, but 38 quarterbacks could have made that throw to Kelsey. In the end zone. Oh, yes. he. I don't know that he's ever been that open in his life. That's like, what in the world are we doing? That's this is this is why John Gruden needs to be hitting the head with a chair. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That, we, we talked about the fact that the defense is not very good and the fact that their defense missed a ton of practice time last week. No, they but, played great, though. This but they played, played right. great. This is a low-scoring game, man. They held the Chiefs to uh, – no, man, they really fought hard in this game. It we was a, good. We got 66 total points. Thing. We're talking about it being low-scoring. <laughs> what? I said we had 66 total points in this game. We're talking about it being yeah, low-scoring. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on now. F- uh, 28 of those 60-whatever all came in the fourth quarter. No, 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 you're right. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. So – uh, McKinnon said, "We praise him for the drive, not for the touchdown." Yeah, I mean, it, you're you're right. Like, yeah, look, but that was like a thirty-something yard touchdown. I mean, it was big part of the field there. You know? I was about to say that <laughs> drive. He didn't have to get very far to get that drive. Uh, thank you, for, uh, thank me for my service. Said, I don't think they punted two times in the game. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like it. I mean, it just Ooh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs punted a lot, brother. Hang on, I'm about to get that kicking stat going. Oh no, they had two punts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was wrong about the Raiders stopping them. I felt like they stopped them. How the hell did they not score in the three quarters? I mean, they had one touchdown in the first quarter, one touchdown in the second quarter, one touchdown in the third quarter. They had one interception. Um, had no fumbles. No uh, fumbles. I think it was just long drives. They only touched the ball. All right, never mind. Let's let's get the hell out of here. I think that's a good idea. Patrick Mahomes is good. Let's let's go on and do that. Let's go on and do that. Patrick Mahomes is good, and he showed it he again last good. night. He's good, uh, I, and I, and I love Andy Reid. I love he is the most likable coach in the sport. That was uh that was his first ever lead changing uh, drive in in the last two minutes of a game ever. Oh, wow, you believe that? Oh. All right, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Um. Let's see. Akbar Salowev said, who you guys got for Rams Bucks? Uh, we're both riding Bucks tonight. We both like the so, Bucks. I Michael, like the under. Yep. Oh, you like the Yeah, yeah. Take the under. Under 48. Under 48. I like the under. 
Michael Fritsch, uh, they had that interception at the goal line. McKinnon, their first third quarter drive, took over eight minutes. And Michael said, thanks for the show, fellas. Nice to see y'all. And Michael, it was nice to see you, too. It's nice to see everybody that hopped in. We appreciate all of you guys. Except Damien. Except for Damien, man. Ain't nobody nice to see Damien. (laughs) (laughs) And all y'all, quit hating on Tua, man. Tua is, is a legendary, magical story. Don't hate on my sweet Hawaiian prince. Uh, Damien, there was more touchdowns in that game last night oh, than when the Patriots can do. So, yeah. Hawaiian Prince. <laughs> Nobody in the history of the world until Tua Tungavalo's family got over seven figures to come to Alabama has ever left Hawaii for Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> go to go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. Leave a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, and hey, go over to YouTube and search for SBR Picks and watch our college football stuff over there. You guys have been fantastic. Let's go watch some Monday Night Football. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And uh, what do you say we cash some tickets? Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.